This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Of One Rental at a Time. Yes, that book on Amazon and Audible. Thank you very much for the support. Don't forget your five-star review. We have had a lot this week after a disappointing last week, so I want to thank each and every one of you for stepping up. But don't stop now. Let's have a blowout week because, again, book reviews are part of my positive impact score. So thank you very much. Another couple of quick things. Yesterday evening, I think it was 6 o'clock or so, I put out a important video. Uh, it was a, almost an hour long and this was that mastermind session that I was a part of, I already forget, Tuesday, I think. Uh, it was a very, it was full of real estate professionals, real estate investors, real estate agents, brokers, and they were asking hard questions. Most of the questions they asked in that session, most of you want to ask me. So again, I think I called the video Critical Topics. Uh, I suggest taking a look for look at that. It is longer than normal uh, because, again, I, they were gracious enough to record it for me so I could share it with you. Uh, so that came out yesterday. That is an important video to take a look at. Uh, in addition to that, I have a very exciting interview at 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, I will tease it a little here. This individual is part of kind of real estate royalty in the state of California. Uh, their family has been helping real estate investors for several decades across the country. And I tease, I actually highlight them in my book, One Rental at a Time. So it'll be interesting to see if you can figure out who I am talking about. Uh, but yes, I will be interviewing them at nine. Hopefully get that interview out maybe at four or six o'clock today. And then finally, won't you join me on the race to 20,000 subscribers? We have been doing a daily show for more than two years. We put out five or six original pieces of content a day. Uh, we are trickling up to 20,000 subscribers on this channel. Do me a favor, hit subscribe. Let's get to that mark sooner rather than later so we can all take a moment to celebrate where we have been, where we are, and where we are going. As for the daily financial news, it is Thursday, so we do it early. It is the one day a week we do it at 7, where every other day you can count on it at 7.30. Uh, Thursdays always are kind of unemployment update. It is no longer top of mind. We have clearly, clearly the job market is improving. Uh, we are once again headed lower. Uh, expectations were for 4.25. We came in again lower than that at 4.06. Uh, that is now four or five weeks, pretty pronounced reduction. Just so you know, uh, it has been a while. Uh, the normal kind of status quo that we were used to week on week pre-COVID uh, was 212 to 240,000. That was kind of the average pre-pandemic. So while 406 is better, uh, if not great, uh, it is not yet back in the 200s uh, where we were pre-crisis, just so you know. I, I had to go look that up because 
It's been so long, I had no idea. Uh, next up, we had a whole bunch of earnings announcements this week, kind of on the retail and technology side. We will talk about them. Uh, Best Buy came out, and kind of like Dick's Sporting Goods for me yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, right? Dick's Sporting Goods had a run-up last year where people were stocking their uh, garage gyms. Uh, but now, instead of doing that, the you know student sports are back. And uh, again, they had a blowout number. Best Buy was the same. Best Buy last year, people stocked up on computers and webcams so they could do Zoom. Uh, but now the kids are going back to school and they got to you know, stock up on new supplies. So again, lots of stuff going on. Uh, they called it extraordinarily high demand. That was a quote from their earnings announcement. And yes, for those wondering, stimulus money, clearly, clearly we like to shop. Stimulus money was used. A uh, couple, let's see, Dollar General, we'll, we'll do retail first, then we'll do technology next. Uh, Dollar General uh, beat top and bottom and raised, again, highlighting that stimulus helped uh, demand. Uh, Dollar Tree, kind of, it's always interesting they report on the same day. Uh, Dollar Tree, again, beat top and bottom, but their guidance was not great. Uh, unlike Dollar General, Dollar Tree is basically like, you know what? We may have seen the peak. We're not sure what's coming. No more stimulus. So we're going to be a little bit more cautionary. So I thought that was interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, last retailer before we get back to technology, Williams-Sonoma. Again, kind of housewares uh, beat top and bottom and raised forecast. Again, people are out, um, you know, updating their homes like we have never seen before. On to the technology side. We had a couple of... Um, couple of disappointments, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Snowflake uh, came out and uh, basically showed that losses are growing. Well, yes, revenue is growing. Losses are growing at the same rate. Uh, typically, uh, in this environment where we are rotating out of high growth, that is not a good thing. Uh, also, interestingly enough, most people probably would have missed this, but Snowflake used to be headquartered in San Mateo, California. Uh, now their uh, headquarters is Bozeman, Montana. How's that for a change? Really what they've done is just, hey, the CEO and CFO of Snowflake now reside in these, I'm sure, massive, I don't know, is it a state? It's probably not in a state in, in Montana. It's probably a ranch. They probably reside in this massive ranch. Uh, but yes, the corporate headquarters for Snowflake is now Bozeman, Montana. Uh, they will obviously still have a footprint in San Mateo, uh, but their CEOs are like, this last year has proven uh, that we can go remote and we expect to have a lot, a lot less office space. How is that for you, huh? Uh, and then we had Okta, another technology cloud-based, uh, you know, kind of service provider. And uh, they have projected a larger loss coming. Also, their CFO is stepping down or stepping away. Uh, again, not what you want to hear in the technology space when you are richly valued uh, on revenue, not even on earnings. So kind of interesting in the tech space. And then the last one I found was Medtronic. Uh, a lot of folks were putting off procedures the last 14 months or so. Uh, that looks like to have been reversing, and Medtronic's beat top and bottom, and most importantly, raised their dividend. Yes, Medtronic is one of those dividend stocks that nobody looks at these days. 
when you think about inflation, where it is most acute, most painful, uh, I think it is now time to step up and go, you know what, that's probably is transitory. Uh, and I'm talking about most specifically home remodeling, travel, and cars. Uh, you can definitely look at those three kind of outside, you know, high hyperinflation. If you ignore those, at least in the short term, you'll probably get better pricing in the near future. Uh, I still believe there is an undercurrent of inflation, especially wage inflation that takes us higher. Uh, but yes, uh, those three items, you know, I think are transitory. Good old uh, Wall Street bankers were once again testifying uh, before Congress. Talk about a job I would never want. Can you imagine sitting in front of senators answering their dumb questions? I could not imagine. Uh, but anyways, Jamie Dimon, one of the folks in the hot seat, did actually say that he thought housing was starting to look like a bubble. Uh, his exact quote was, housing is a little bit of a bubble. And then he went on to say, don't worry, our financial system is strong. We can handle multiple crises. Gosh, I hate stuff like that. Anyways, of course it's strong. They've been giving you money and help propping you up forever. They've you know taken over different re requirements. Pretty crazy. But anyways, none of the other Wall Street folks, they had Citigroup, they had Goldman, they had all these others. They're like, what are you talking about, Jamie? There's, there's nothing going on. But again, I don't know. Part of me thinks he just wanted to irk people. Uh, so he said that. Uh, big, big announcement. Uh, again, thank you, folks. A lot of you take the time to share articles with me. If you're one of my students, you share with me quite frequently. Uh, one of you sent me a Zillow article, which I had not seen, though. So thank you very much. Zillow. Let's take a let's take a guess. I'll, I'll give you the question. I'll wait a few seconds, and we'll see what you all have to say. Zillow has given a prediction for housing prices from April 2021, so last month, through April 2022, so about 10 months from now. Any idea what they think? Then, and then again, this is national, national housing appreciation. What do you think national housing appreciation will be in the next, let's just call it next 12 months? You got a number? Go ahead, and if you're watching this live, leave a comment here. Uh, if you are uh, watching this on recording, hit pause, leave a comment below. We're going to see how everybody did. I'll wait now. I'm just trying to buy time. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so Zillow predicts 11.8% appreciation. Now, you have to realize Zillow kind of talking their own book. It's like a gold bug saying gold's going higher, right? Zillow's a real estate company. Uh, but again, you know, their prediction is just as good as any other. They have they have better data than most people. Let's be honest, right? They got a lot of data coming their way. And uh, I don't think that's unheard of, 11%. Again, that's national. We will see some cities more, some cities less. But yeah, I could tell you right now, I am very happy to be a one rental at a time investor. Uh, I can tell you I am... Uh, looking to buy more and more single-family homes, uh, it is, uh, it's a good time. Uh, they are also forecasting 6.4 million homes being sold. That's, that's hard to do when there's only 1.1 million homes available for sale at any one time. Uh, so what they are saying without saying it is inventory is coming. Inventory is coming. 
Uh, and then lastly, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but good old Carl Icahn, kind of one of the legendary kind of uh, investors from the 80s, right? He cut his teeth in the 80s with leveraged buyouts, and he has really maintained relevancy. He's, he's kind of, he's flexing all the time. He is, he is pretty interesting. Um, he is now saying he's out there looking to buy $1.5 in crypto. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Uh, he is going to go deep. He is going to go long. Uh, I think it's always interesting when one of these talking heads says stuff like that. Part of me thinks he's he's either he's already done it and he's just trying to run it up. Uh, no, that's all I think. I think he's already done it and he's running it up. That's just, you know, talk your own book. So in the end, today is Thursday, an exciting day. We talked to Jonathan Twomley here in about 18 minutes. Uh, we have some real estate royalty at 9 uh, and then I have a couple of other discussions later in the day. I believe I'm talking with Dion. Folks, if you follow Dion and Dion Talk, send him a note. Congratulate him. He uh, he just closed on a duplex yesterday. So Dion just added two more units to his portfolio. Send him some love. Send him some congratulations. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Uh, remember, today's a great day to make some money. Let's be better than yesterday. Take care. Bye-bye.